0: I had a great time in Jesus' name this morning. Y'all didn't prepare me. Y'all didn't tell me it was going to be like this today. Pastor Keith, you didn't tell me it was going to be like this this morning when we were on our way to church. Mr. Matt, you ain't not call me and tell me it was going to be on like popcorn up in here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I bless the name of our God this morning for... This morning for how he has shown up and shown out. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. I know, I know we are we're we are, we are about to wrap it up this morning by by now, but, but we're just getting to the to the sermon that God has given us for such a time as this. So let us bow and pray. Gracious God, our Father, we do humbly thank you for this time, O oh God, that we have just sat in your presence, Lord. We have felt your Shekinah glory fill the house, O oh God. Your spirit has moved from heart to heart and from rest to breath. And for that, we are humbly, humbly uh, and, and uh, we, we just say thank you. Now, God, you, I just ask that you will allow me to stand before you once again behind this sacred desk, that I may be able to deposit a word into the hearts of your people. Father God, who reigns forever and ever, amen, amen. You all have heard, you've heard the reading of the word this morning through Reverend Veronica Green. She didn't tell me either, she was gonna, she was gonna cut up like that. i tell you what, I'm gonna be on guard next time. I'm gonna know, Pastor King I'm, I'm gonna know no to expect something, hallelujah, when we get into this house. Well, we are, uh, of course, embarking upon our new theme for the season of I can do hard things. That's the fast, but we can do hard things. Amen, somebody. I know, I know. We know that life is hard. Life can be difficult. It has its difficult moments. Amen, somebody. I, I know you all are saved. I know you're sanctified. I know you're blood-washed saved. I know you are filled with the Holy Spirit, but if the truth be told, brother Fred, life can be hard sometimes. Brother Veronica said, some some things will come and knock you to your knees. I, I, I know I'm talking to some witnesses in the house, but because hard things are hard, uh, they will require often some courage and some extra strength. Amen, somebody? Anybody ever needed some extra strength and some courage? Come on, I see your hands up. Well, there is an author that's unknown to me that uh, named Ricky Rogers who suggests that the strength to do our things does not come from what you can do but it comes from overcoming the things you thought once you could not do. Amen. Somebody. And our sister Joyce Meyer says that God doesn't tell you to do hard things so he can stand back and and laugh at you and and just watch you struggle. No, she says that he tells you to do these things, the the things that he knows is going to work out for your good in the end. needed to hear that this morning. Yeah. Well we believe all of us have had those times and, and sometimes those hardest things are the things of everyday life that will overwhelm us, that will confuse us, and will keep us wondering what is next and what do we do next. Am I Am, am, am I on anybody's street already yeah. this morning? Well, I am going to uh, go ahead, and I'm going to take us into the uh, the the word this morning. I I, I, I know we we, we are uh, on a uh, on a shorter time frame this morning, but so I won't belabor the point, and I'll just hit right into the 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 exegeting of the text. Um, and so, since we are on uh, this thing about hard things, I want to discuss this father son that Reverend Veronica read in your hearing from the book of Genesis chapter number 22, I believe, I believe that uh, most of us are familiar with a man named Abram, who then was, name was changed to Abraham. You all remember him, amen. Uh, Abraham, uh, he was a faithful man, uh, a man who had already tackled some hard things in life. He was not a stranger to doing hard things. So you all remember, you all remember back in Genesis 12 and 1, when the, the Lord had to uh, 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 told uh, Abraham that he was going to be moved from one place to another, but he was not going to tell him exactly where he was going. That was a hard thing. How would you like to tell? if your husband or your wife woke up one morning and said, "We're moving," but I'm not going to tell you where we're moving to? Uh huh. That 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 would be tough. And then y'all check this out. He had to deal with his wife uh, uh, Sarah, whose name was. Sarah told he she told him to go ahead and sleep with her servant so that she could have a with some difficult situations. Uh, But God had great plans for Abraham's life and he was destined, come on somebody, to be the father of many nations. You find that in Genesis 7 and 4. His name would be made great. Yet, yet, yet in reality, he and his wife, Sarah, had not produced, not one, not, not one single until they were well up in age. You all know the story. Uh, uh, But can I tell you this morning that God was not through testing Abraham. Uh, Little did Abraham know that that he was about to face the ultimate, uh, the unthinkable, that unimaginable test. You see, the test would involve the hardest thing to date that Abraham would have to face. And that was to give give up his son as a sacrifice. The son, the son, that son that they had waited so long to have, that that son that that seemed like he was promised but forever taking uh, time to get here, that son that they had finally produced when Abraham was 100 years old. Does anybody feel the hardness uh, that 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 Abraham is up against? So let me let me just uh, lay out a few highlights of the story. Our first point that we're going to tell you is uh, God will test us in hard things. That's the first thing. First thing. If anybody is taking notes, uh, in Genesis twenty-two and one, the text begins like this: Sometime later. God tested Abraham. Uh There it is. There there, there it is, right there in the text. You see, it was clear that Abraham was about to be tested. Uh, uh, Can I I pause right there just for a minute uh, and and, and just say, wouldn't it be nice if God sent us a text message or an email where he was about to put us? To the test. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Wouldn't it be good? Hey, 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 Neona, you are about to be tested. Monica, you are about to be tested. Uh huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we got the heads up? Wouldn't it be nice if we were forewarned that we were about to head into a test? And he said, but, 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 the, but, but in the scripture, God called. Abraham by name, uh, and that was a setup for Abraham. Uh, have you ever felt in your gut that something was coming your way, that was about to test you in ways that you uh, could not even fathom? I, I know I have. anybody anybody ever felt something yes. inside that says something is coming my way? Now, and, and often, often, sister. D, It's going to be a, a, a real difficult task when, when it's something that just feels and seems so unreasonable and so unimaginable that our first thought is that it must be from the devil. Uh-huh. Uh, because God is a loving God. Am I, am I right about yeah, it? Don't we amen. see that in the Bible? God is a loving God, and, and he would not make me go through this, uh, whatever this is. But our message to you is that sometimes uh, the hard things that we face, uh, the things that we suffer through and go through, is not always the result of the devil. Uh, 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 I know it, I know it I've seen it already in the text and even if it is God has allowed him access, oh Lord to work in us to work something that's in us out of us we, 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 we gotta understand that you see we already see that if you look in your Bible you'll run across a man named Job and Job was an upright man it tells us right in the text he lived right and he loved God but Job had a season where hard things relentlessly attacked him Uh, me and Pastor Keith have had seasons amen somebody where we felt like we were under the weight of relentless attacks. I'm sure you all have been there too whether the attack was relational or Whether it was financial, whether if it was in your body, whatever the case was, you felt the pressure of something stressing and stretching you. Am I? Can I get a witness in the house? Can I get a witness in the house this morning? It is in those tense moments that we must keep our focus on God. For James wanted to remind us, he says that we should count it all. Joy. Ah, when we come under attack and our faith is tested. Because our when our faith is tested, our endurance has a chance to grow. I came to tell somebody this morning, don't fight the test. Because it could be just what you need to help you to endure. Yes, ah, yes. Somebody needed that this morning. Yes, well, yes. let me move on. Let me move on into point number two. Uh-huh. God will test first and give details later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I you. Somebody know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Somebody knows already this morning. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know uh, uh, whether or not you all have noticed uh, but God does not work the way our educational system works. Oh, <laughs> Uh-huh. In, in school, in school, we all have been in school a, a time or two. We we most often are provided the information before we take the test. Amen. Somebody, am I right about it? We we have read, we have researched, we've studied, and and most likely uh, we, we we have time to prepare for the test. Amen? Amen. Uh, but but the Bible reveals in Genesis 22, it's something that that is contrary to what we are most familiar with. Amen, somebody? Uh, see, the word says that God says, take your son, your only son, only Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him... As a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will tell you about. What in the world? You see, Abraham. Abraham is still. He's still in. He's, he's in text mode, y'all, and he has little details about why he's being asked to do such a thing. Did anybody see it in the text? Uh, uh, my Bible just says that that the God said to to take your son. And sacrifice him. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you see, you see, uh, and, and, and see, and... and. but not a lot of detail. He has the command, but he's short on expected results. Has anybody ever been Abraham situation when you got the command, you heard the word, you heard the voice, but you're not sure as to what you're supposed to do. Oh my God. You see, one of the things that I notice in the text, if you look at the text sometimes you come away with a lot of questions when you look at God's word. And one of the things that I notice in the text is that Abraham he, he, he he's, he's going to do as God has told him to do. So he prepares to go to the mountains. The Bible says that he got up early in the morning. Uh, he he gets the wood and and he gets the knife and he has his servants and he has his son. Uh, but what I don't see and this puzzles me, Reverend Veronica, is that he. You 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 know you 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 said you're gonna follow him, but you're not really sure where you all are going. Uh, uh-huh, uh, as we like to say, you have just enough light for the step that you're on. Uh, you 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 know your steps have been ordered by the Lord, but you don't really know what you're stepping into. Uh, uh, God, I, I think somebody somebody I see a witness can up in the house this morning. Everything. Is God testing our hearing? Is he testing our will? Or is he testing our obedience to him? Well, 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 we submit to you this morning uh, uh, that 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 you when you find yourself in that space where God is testing you without the details, you will do well to follow his lead, which makes you trust obey. Anybody ever need to to trust and obey? Oh, you all recall First Samuel 15 and 22? Let's us know clear as the day is long that obedience is what? Better Better than sacrifice. sacrifice. (laughs) Uh, And in our obedience church, uh, we worship God. Uh, Hallelujah. Our obedience will bring us closer to God uh, and our obedience prepares us for whatever and however God is leading us to grow in his image. Jesus told us, Jesus told us in John 14 and 15, he says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Do I have any Jesus lovers in the house? I just heard Minister Matt said Jesus had the sweetest name that he knows, amen. I saw people singing along and getting into the song because Jesus means so much. But he said, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Uh, You see, our story, our story this morning, check this out. Our story starts out looking like sacrificing and it is important was the main point but as we get into the text we see it was a point but not the point it was Abraham's obedience that God was really after I just came to ask two or three of you all this morning can we challenge you that today and I know, I know, I knew, I, I knew that would get, that would hit somebody. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna move on. We got two points already, and now I'm gonna give you a third one. God provides. God provides. God provides. You all know uh, that beautiful song that Tamala man uh, does that rendition of God provide? I, I I believe uh, uh, Sister Brande sings that every now and then here uh, in the house, and and as they as as they would say, and the house just kind of goes up in smoke because that song reminds us as to what God can and will do in our lives. It's a, it's a beautiful song. It reminds us, Sister Leona, that we are not to worry, that we are not to be fretful, that. We should not be anxious uh, because God is a timely provider. Do I have any witnesses uh, in this house this morning? Uh, you see, the scripture text in Genesis 22 and 8 reinforces the notion that God Provides Here we see that Abraham has gone to the mountain, he's gone up the mountain and he has tied his son to the wood and just about to strike out and to kill Isaac when he hears the voice of the angel of the Lord that said don't lay a hand on on the boy oh that must have been a sweet sound that uh, the very presence of uh, God. Uh, hallelujah. If that ain't for you all, uh, it certainly is for me this morning. I need to be reminded uh, every now and then that even when I walk uh, through the shadow of the valley of death, uh, that Thou art with me. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so we see, we see. As we look in that text further, that in Genesis 22 and 12, we see that the place where they were is now called the Lord will provide place. What we will call we call Jehovah Jireh because He is our provider. We know, we know, we know. It couldn't have been, couldn't have been easy. Actually for Abraham to do what he did. But we see he was more than faithful, not just in his talk, but in his walk. Are you walking it out? Oh, you just talking it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. just, uh, I'm just asking yeah. you, don't get don't your neighbor, uh, 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 I'm not looking at you, just ask yourself the question, because faith talkers are all talk and little action, yeah. but faith walkers yeah. say, I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Watch my God, provide. My fourth point, and I will be out of your way, is when obedient, God blesses in spite of hard things. When we get down to the end around chapter, uh, verse number 17 and 18, that will prove our point this morning because when it comes to obedience, it will bring about the blessings. The text reads, I will indeed bless you and make your offspring as numerous as the stars." Verse 18 says, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because you have obeyed my command. Amen. This was the message Abraham received from the angel of the Lord after he did not withhold hold his only son.
1: And we all know that it
0: had to be a terrifying moment for both Abraham and Isaac. It must have been a a gut-wrenching situation for a father to be willing to kill his that we see in the Biblical narrative. We must understand that God often uses hard things to make lasting impact yes, he does. in our lives. Yes, he, does. he uses hard things to shape us and to yes. mold us into yes. something more than we could ever imagine. Yes, yes. So in our conclusion today, I'm getting ready to get out your way. We find in this story a father who was obedient to God's command. And he may have been sorrowful. I'm sure his heart was bleeding at the thought, But we can't find in the text where he had any objections to what he heard. He trusted God. He went up to the mountain, and because he did, we can hard things we need to get our heads wrapped around the notion that just because it's hard doesn't mean we can't overcome it Abraham and, and and Isaac's story has shown us what obedience can do in the presence of our God I pray I pray this morning I pray this morning that you are. Take these points from this word and this this sermon this morning, and reflect on it and use it as you travail through the rest of this year. Amen. May the people of God heard and understood. Let me just hear you say, Amen, 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 amen. and bless God.